You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So they were just eating pizza and yes. staring. Yes, it was so Bremerton-y. Like, I love visiting Bremerton because... Every time I think it can't get more Bremerton-y, it just totally ups the ante. I mean, do you think they were, like, marking you? I don't know. It was the weirdest... Well, that wasn't the weirdest thing. There were lots of weird were things Were you just entertainment? Or, or what, was the, what was the issue? I don't know. We were there for probably, like, a good 10, 15 minutes before they even showed up, so they didn't know that we were there. Oh, wow. I don't know why they decided to just park there and do that, but it was really weird. Okay, we need to go into the details on yes, this. Yes, we do. I, I need to learn about Bremerton culture. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. You right. totally shaken the internets. Uh, yeah, no, I dropped that. Now. You have to bring no, it back. It, no, it's okay. Now it's it's okay to change it up. mundane with the internet. Yeah, but see, inter- well, I could do internets. You know what I'd rather say on the cyber webs? Because, oh, ladies oh. and gentlemen, it is... Cyber Monday here in the world of the internet. I can't believe that's actually still a thing. As a <laughs> spokesperson for the internet, I want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com for Cyber Monday shopping. You can do it at, well, you can do it really any day. That's a secret. They don't, they don't want you to know that. You can do it any day. Wait, so shop. you can celebrate Cyber Monday every Monday or Tuesday and Wednesday and all the rest of the days? You can do it anytime because you can go to the Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall. Yes, we do have a Cyber Mall. It's funemploymentradio.com slash shop. So it's slash shop. You can go there. We've got many fine online sponsors. You know that I know people like to like to shop on during the during the holidays or other times. There's Amazon. Sarah's on there. We have Think Geek. I know we got a lot a lot of fans of Think Geek. Sure do. I'm a fan. There's one right here. Well, all you got to do is go to funemploymentradio.com/slash/shop and click on that link right there, and you can you can shop at Think Geek. It'll help us out because we get a little bit of a. A little kickback. I'm going to let you in on a secret when there's an affiliate on a website. The website gets a kickback. Yeah, so we like pick the affiliates and they pick us. So it's like yeah. a, so it's a, we're helping each other out. Yeah. And you can help us out and everything's right with the world. Yes, everything's right. Just by going to funemploymentradio.com slash shop for Cyber Monday or Cyber Any Day. Cyber Mall. That's not. That's a lot of cybers. That, that was, was a lot. That was too many cybers. That was too many cybers. All it was right, like so, you just watch like hackers again, and you have to like put cyber in front of everything. Oh, that's true. That was a good movie. I did want to be one of those guys oh, for a my little fav- while. My favorite internet movie though from the nineties was definitely The Net. The Net's terrible. It that's is the worst movie. Sandra ever. Bullock, right? Oh, it sure is Sandra yeah, Bullock. Yeah, no, that's 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 not good. Yeah, Sandra Bullock, and she like can order. She can order pizza on the internet. And then all of a sudden, Cyber Bob starts stalking her, and she doesn't know why. And then people end up dead. And uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis Miller, isn't it? Okay. He plays her. He plays her best buddy. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. we're getting the whole. We're getting the whole recap sure right are. now. The net. Getting the whole story. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. That was Sarah's recap of the day. So we've got a bunch of stuff that we are going to get to today. We are back from Thanksgiving. We had a Thanksgiving break. Uh, went uh, took the show off for Thursday and Friday of last week, and went. I went down to to the country. Where I grew up, Yeehaw. hung out in the country for a while, heard all the neighborhood gossip. Oh my you know, gosh, the are, those beavers, are those beavers causing some trouble no, again? No, while my parents do have a pond, it doesn't sound like a beaver has cut down anything. Oh, that problem's God. kind of working itself out. It's shaking itself out a little bit. There was a cat 
that have been running around. Nobody oh. knew where the cat came from because cats don't last too long out in the country, out on their own. And there was a cat coming around for a little while. Nobody knew where it came from. Just out of nowhere, there's a black cat. And now it's missing again. So we don't know what happened to the black cat. We know what happened to the black That's cat. That's probably, yeah. yeah. It's coyote food at this point. Mm. But, you know, they learned about that stuff, took a look at the pond, heard all about, you know, neighbor neighborhood gossip and things going on. And How are and the neighbors with the horse-drawn out. carriage? Well, they're still riding their horse-drawn carriages Uh-oh. on the road. Uh, or are they slowing down tra- but here's the modern problem. traffic? They paved part of the road now, so it's not gravel anymore. So cars are coming flying by there. Someday, one of them's going to hit one of those horses. Oh, my God, because the horses aren't going the speed limit. Well, no, it's the cars are going too fast, number one, but the horses take up two lanes. And so a car is going to be going too fast. Horses will be taking up two lanes. Something's going to happen. So basically, that's like animal endangerment. If they're using a, an animal blocking, well, it's both also lanes terrible drivers. Terrible, terrible drivers. I suppose so, but the drivers aren't taking up two lanes. It well, really seems like it's the horse problem. That's a, there's a controversy in there. It seems know? like there's a controversy because I don't even know anything about it, and I'm feeling like I have a like I really have chosen a side. Yeah. Well, people people get a little worked up about mm. that kind of stuff out there. So I mean, it's, I'm just saying something uh, something to be concerned with. But other than that, everything was pretty good. Oh, that's great. Yep it was it was pretty great. So it's it's always nice to go back there, and and it's very quiet. And you hear the sounds of nature. Yeah, the country freaks me out. I ha- I I don't like silence. Really? Yeah, it really makes me. When I was uh, when I was going to a therapist, like she would be like, "All right, you have to try and meditate." And like meditation, like being being in complete still and silence, like out in the country or uh-huh. like sitting there quietly, it just makes me totally uncomfortable. Yep. yep. It's dark. Very very yeah, I can't dark. Sleep There's with no silence. lights. No. It's all quiet out there, but you can hear like random it's like just chock full of ghosts and serial killers. That's what but I. But then picture. when you start listening, then you hear you know branches breaking and everything. I mean, there's a lot out there. You just can't see it. There's a lot of wildlife there. They just don't show themselves to you. Yeah, I don't until it's know. too late. Dun dun dun. That's what's going on. So well, anyway. there's a different kind of wildlife in Bremerton, Washington, Greg. Yes. That is, that is where you went up to, Bremerton, Washington. So explain, uh, you know, tell us about your Thanksgiving, but I want to hear the rest of the story about the, All right, the, the pizza-staring people. Yeah, this is weird. So, yeah, no, my Thanksgiving was wonderful. I uh, spent it in Seattle. My sister and her husband, Michael, hosted uh, Thanksgiving against my sister, of course, is uh, very pregnant. She's now in her third trimester, so she's, you know, she's What's like that really, mean? I mean, she's very small, so there isn't a lot of room for a baby, so she's huge. But just pushes out? Yeah, because like, you know, if, if Does your she torso- like topple over? <laughs> no, but she is like, since she's very short and her torso is very small, it means like the baby's very far out. And so it, she gets like really tired easily. Okay. She's carting around like, you know, 20, 30 extra pounds. Wow, that sounds. It was, yeah, I know. She's just like, I am so exhausted all the time. But it was, anyway, it was great. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving, stayed there, and then um, went to Bremerton on Friday to, uh, of course, go. Shopping with my mom and my sister in the morning. How how was the uh, Black Friday shopping? Oh my goodness, it was wonderful. I got uh, a lot of new socks. Yeah, very excited for new socks. Socks are good. Listen to some uh, Christmas in the Northwest. Oh god, I hate that song. It was real good, real good stuff. Um, Yeah, and then ended up going out in Bremerton with a, a bunch of my good girlfriends that live there, and actually one of my friends from Portland, Jessica. Came up and because she'd never, she's always heard me talk about Bremerton. Mm-hmm. And it kind of. And for sounds- anybody who doesn't know, Bremerton is outside of Seattle across the Sound and it's. Um, <laughs> yes, I want, I want to. Here you describe it's uh, every, every major city has one of these towns where it's a little more industrial, perhaps a little bit um, seedier of a lifestyle, a little bit. Uh, what's the right word to CD say? Seedy was it? good. Seedy? Is that the it right word? It used to be seedier. They've cleaned up like the the West Bremerton area, like well, near I the think ferry I think we'll shipyard. get an explanation of what 
of what it's like when you explain maybe yes. this story. All right. So, yes, my uh, it's being asked am I no longer uh, Some people call it Hood. Uh, Keelan said that they call it Hood <laughs> back home. Yeah. So I love Bremerton. Yes, it's a little it's a little dirty. It's a little scuffed around the edges. Dirty. Yeah. But um, so Jessica, my, one of my dear friends from Portland, she's, you know, she was like, hey, I have the day off. I've always, you know, she's heard about Bremerton and all my stories. And she's like, I want to come and you know, and see Bremerton. I'm like, oh, totally. This would be the perfect night. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going out uh, to this amazingly crappy bar in Bremerton, which I go to all the time, which if you've ever been there, you'll know what this is called. Uh, it's a bar called the Old Town Pub. The no, Old Town Pub. I've talked about this before. It has You walk in, it's like Christmas lights barfed on the ceiling. Like the floor is slanted. This is the place where... In the, the, okay, so the floor is slanted. Then paint the picture of this place. So, right, so you walk in. So the, so the Old Town Pub is like this little, basically, house bar. I think it's like a, like a crack house on the top. And oh, I know it's like this, somebody lives upstairs? I know this for a fact because I met somebody who used to live there. And he's like, yeah, that was a crack den. I, oh, lived, okay. in, I lived in the crack house above this place. All right. Um... So it's like the bottom part of a house, but it's a pub. It has like a sunken porch in the front. You walk in, the floor is completely slanted. The bar is like slanted. the building is falling apart. The building isn't falling apart so much as the floor is probably caving in. Okay. So the, it's like the floor that's slightly like everything's off kilter. Like you set your drink on your table and like it, you know, it isn't level. Wow. It's kind of tilted. That seems dangerous. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like bins of pull tabs that you can have. And like people have like. Oh, their- okay. So pull tabs, though, a lot of people don't, I don't think, know what pull tabs are. Because I only notice, they don't have them here in Oregon. Pull tabs are those lottery things that you get where it's just like a little, it's it's a pull tab. Yeah, like it's, it's like a little piece, a piece of, paper. of paper. And then you just like pull off the pull tabs. Like instead of scratching the lottery tickets, just, just like little pull, pull tabs. And then they, everybody throws them on the ground mm. for some reason. They didn't do. They didn't throw them on the ground there, but there were plenty of pull, uh, pull tabs to be bought. Okay. Like Alaska, they all throw them on the ground. Also, in uh, inside of this, so it's like Christmas lights on the top. There's all kinds of like crazy Christmas decorations, still some Thanksgiving decorations thrown in. And um, there's a pool table and just like really sketchy looking people. There were also, uh, there were like four dogs that were just running around inside? inside of the bar. Like loose? Like loose. I know, like the people, their owners, they were all like, you know, saddled up to the bar with a whiskey and a beer, uh, you know, and they were just like, oh, that's old Jimmy. You know, like their, their little dogs are running around. I'm like, this is a really- pack of animals running just around? a pack of wild animals inside of this bar. Okay, that's that's strange. Yeah, and so this is also the place I've talked about where it has, so the floor slanted and then it angles down to the bathroom, like when you go in there. And then this is the bathroom where there's the naked man painted on the wall. I've talked about this before. And there's a leaf that's covering his private parts. And it used oh, to be, that's right. And it used to be hooked to an alarm that would go off in the bar. So, like, if you lift up the leaf to take a look at the uh, painted guy's dong. Oh, then, that's right. Yeah. Then the alarm would go off. It'd be like a boo, 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 boo. And so people could tell, like, you didn't know it in the bathroom, but everyone would be laughing at you when you came out because they could tell that you lifted up the leaf. Okay, that's right. That's right. And now, but they don't have that there anymore. They don't have that there anymore. But I, but thankfully, you know, I wanted to bring Jessica. I'm like, Jessica, you have to go to the Old Town Pub. This is very Bremerton-y. I would have taken her to the Maple Leaf, any Bremerton people who, who are out there. But, you know, uh, Maple Leaf is closed. I'm really sad about that. Uh, so anyway. Shout out to your Bremelos. Shout out to my, my people. I love my Bremelos. Anyway. Do people from Bremerton call themselves Bremelos? No. I mean, I think jokingly. Like I called, yeah, I mean, like we'll all say we're Bremelos, but. Uh-huh. Uh, that is from, for anybody who doesn't know, that's from Sir Mix-a-Lot, Swass. That's how all, like growing up, that's what I knew about Bremerton. I mean, we would go there because we had some family friends that lived nearby. What, what's one of the other, what's the fancier part in like north of Bremerton? Uh, Paulsbo? Port, Port Townsend. 
Well, there's Port Townsend, yeah. Not Port Townsend. I don't know. It's another, maybe, maybe Paul's. Paul's boat's like a little Scandinavian town a little bit. Yeah, maybe it was there. I don't know. I was a kid. We used to go there and I, I don't remember a whole lot of it. Did it have the Thomas Kincaid Gallery, the Painter of Light? I, I was like 10. I did not care about Thomas Kincaid, uh, the Gallery I of Light. Actually, Thomas I really Kincaid. don't know what Thomas Kincaid Gallery of Light I, this is. This is actually the second time I've had a conversation about Thomas Kincaid. Uh, in the past two Expl- days. What? Thomas Who's Kincaid? Thomas, yeah, the name sounds familiar. Thomas Kincaid is an amazing painter that everyone says is a hack because his paintings are just too pretty. Like he, He's called the <laughs> painter of light because he... Uh, have you ever seen those paintings of like beautiful like cottage houses, but it looks like the insides are glowing? Yeah. Like the way, well, that, the well, way that it's painted? I mean, like a Norman Rockwell style. Kind of like that, but this is more like scenery with like mountains and houses and stuff. So he was called okay. the painter of light. I loved him very much. There was a gallery in Polsbo, and that's where I would go to, and, there was, and that's what it reminded me of. So and he's from fancier. there? No, but there was a gallery there, Greg. But why, why are his paintings there, then? Because it was one of his galleries, and you could use the dimmer, and then it kind of still looked like the lights were glowing. They're very magical <laughs> paintings. I have always wanted a Thomas Kincaid Oh, you, Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light. What, what was his name exactly? Thomas Kincaid, the painter of the light. The painter of light. The painter of light. Wow, no, I I don't recall that. I don't recall going to you the Thomas Kincaid. You know how why you would light. know this? I'm sorry, this is so random. We're just going to be everywhere today. You would know Thomas Kincaid because a, a while back there were um, a whole bunch of like Star Wars, like like stormtroopers and like uh, different like spacecrafts that were put into paintings. Okay. Did you see those with like the big? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Those were like used in Tom, the, basically Thomas Kincaid pictures, and then they were like putting those, superimposing those in those. So he had nothing to do with it. No, he's dead. Oh yeah. Anyway, I was going to so, say that would be cool. Sure, a museum where it's paintings with Star Wars stuff. No, it's painted not paintings it. of Star Wars. It's painting. It's, it's just painter of light. It's just a cottage. Oh my god. Anyway, so we're, let's with stop talking the, about that. Okay. Back to Bremerton. Thomas Kincaid, painter of light. Painter of light. Anyway, so in Bremerton, so Jessica came to visit. My sister's there as well, and then met up with my uh, good friends from high school, Tia and Tanea. Okay. And. Of course, as is tradition, we've talked and about. And this is going to the... Oh, this is before. This is before okay. we walk into... So I, I was just painting the picture of what the Old Town Pub looks like. So By this is means. before. And so <laughs> every time I go to Bremerton, basically, in, like we like to have a few minutes to catch up before we go into the bar, you know, and see a bunch of other people or just sit in the bar. Like, we like to perhaps purchase a couple malt liquor beverages and stand outside in the freezing cold and just did shoot the shit a little bit and catch up for a good like you know 20 30 minutes which is and where where do you do this at we did this at the waterfront so you go down to the waterfront drinking malt liquor with malt liquor so you can catch up Uh uh-huh so we we stand there it's just we've been doing it for so many years like it's freezing and you know and we're just miserable but i mean it's tradition Tradition's very important. <laughs> a Bremerton tradition. A Bremerton tradition. Now, are there other people that have this tradition? Uh, no, it's mostly me and like my immediate circle of friends. And then like my friends who who are from Bremerton who will come for Christmas, like who live in California and all around the country. Like They'll go down to the it. waterfront and drink It depends malt on liquor. where we're going. Yeah, we'll go somewhere around whatever bar we're going to and have some malt liquor before we go into the bar. Okay. It's... It's just the way it is. Okay. So we were standing at the waterfront, and everyone's you know catching up, minding our own business, and drinking our malt liquor. My sister was having a sparkling water. Okay. And uh, we're next to a parking lot. That's being asked really quick for clarification. Is it a twenty-two or a forty? A uh, twenty-two. A twenty-two. Yeah, they didn't sell. And what, 40s. what kind of malt liquor? It was Mickey's Ice. Mickey's Ice. Wow, mm-hmm. Mickey's Ice. Yep. That's even uh, that's even a step down for Mickey's. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. All yeah. right. Mickey's like ice. Like keep it classy. Okay. Keep it classy. All right. So, um, so Tia, Tanea, uh, Jessica, Heather, and I were all standing there, you know, shooting the shit, and we're next to a parking lot, and we see this car come in, and this is the first of two weird so situations. It's, so, that is happened. it like a park? It's like a park. Yes. Okay. But and there's like there's a boat launch because it's uh, like on the waterfront kind of thing. Uh huh. So we're standing in this park, like next to the bench, and we're just talking. And there's this car that comes into the parking lot, and it kind of slows down. You could see him kind of looking at us, and they roll down the window, and they're probably about like fifty, a hundred feet away. Okay. Uh, so we like make them out, but I mean, can't really see like you know details of their faces or anything. But they're like there; they can see us. We can. They're see pulling them. in in their car. Yeah. So they're pulling okay. in. They pull immediately up, like into the front of the parking lot. And turn off their engine, and we're like, okay, because, you know, you're kind of freaked out. Like, I'm 35. I shouldn't be drinking in public. Like, that would just be embarrassing to get arrested yeah, for. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was in Bremerton at the waterfront drinking a Mickey's ice well, with my friends from high school. True. Yeah. So it is always kind of, it, it does make me feel again like I'm in high school a little bit. Like, okay, this is, we're doing this. And we probably shouldn't be. There is a question there. I mean, you were four ladies down by the waterfront drinking malt liquor we by yourselves. We probably looked like prostitutes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So we're there. So these guys get out of the car. And they both kind of get out. The driver gets out. The passenger gets out. And they're both kind of looking over at us. And we're kind of in the darkness. I'm like, can they see us? Can they not see us? Not sure. Then they they both get out of the car. They walk around to the driver's side, which is facing us. They reach into the car, pull out a giant box of pizza, set the pizza on the hood of their car, open it, and just start eating pieces of pizza and staring at us. It was Wait, the weirdest thing. They... They, they went bought, down to the waterfront to eat pizza? They bought, and it's cold outside. I don't know what the hell they're, I mean, and then as we were talking about it, we were like, well, who are we to judge? We went down to the waterfront to drink malt liquor. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, maybe that's their tradition. Maybe the pizza's their tradition. They go down to the waterfront and eat pizza. They did. They you brought go out down there and, pizza and like hide open, in the corner and drink malt liquor. Open the box, and then they sat there munching on their pizzas, just like leaning against the car. Eating their pizza, looking at us. But they were looking at you guys. They were looking at us. Uh-huh. Okay, now what were... Did they say anything? They didn't say anything. And then when Did they, they have the lights on on the car? Uh, they did when they were parked there, yeah. And so they stayed there for probably like a good 10 minutes. Just and eating pizza. Just eating pizza and staring at us. And then they got into their car, and as they were driving away, they, like they did a U-turn, which basically made them come closer to us. So like the passenger side was near uh-huh. to us as they were turning did around. Did they whistle at you or something, or...? No, they stopped for a minute. Like, they, they kind of stopped and idled kind of close to us. I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of creepy. Okay, maybe these guys were the nerd kids, though, from uh, high were, school. And this is men. what they did. Okay. Yeah, but this is, I mean, they're, okay, you are women drinking malt liquor in the park. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe these two guys, you know, were there, they were eating pizza, and this is what they do. And maybe they were considering, like, ooh, should we go hit on those ladies? I don't know. Maybe they're prostitutes. Maybe that would be weird. I'm not really sure since they're down there drinking malt liquor by People themselves. People in the chat are so funny right now. <laughs> What's going on? They're looking, um, you know, <laughs> prostitutes. Uh, holiday drinking arrests are given a pass. I, I don't think that they would in Bremerton. Uh, Mr. Jenke speculating that maybe the pizza guys, their moms wouldn't want to meet gluten. You never know. Maybe the pizza guys are on their podcast talking about uh, how they were eating pizza at the waterfront and there's a group of women drinking malt liquor and staring at us, (laughs) 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 which makes sense. So, yeah. So then they drove away and then that was that. We're like, okay, so they just ate pizza, stared at us and left those rooms. Then round two. Mm-hmm. So we're standing there and Jessica's like, wow, you're right. Bremerton's kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't, I don't know why they were eating pizza and staring at us. I mean, there's really no reason to eat pizza outside. It was very cold. There's no reason to drink malt liquor down by the waterfront, though, uh, yes, either. Yes, there is. Bonding, tradition. They don't sell malt liquor inside of most of the <laughs> bars there. 
<laughs> they probably don't sell pizza at the bar either. Maybe these guys just wanted to eat pizza. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. I'm pro-pizza, guys. All right. Then this is, I will say, the second thing that happened, I have never seen anything like this before except for in a movie. And I wouldn't have believed it unless, like, all of us saw it at the same time. I saw a legitimate 100% garbage can uh, drop-off drug deal. Wait, this is all during this time while you're drinking your 22? This is all during the half hour where we're drinking our 24-ounce Mickey's Ice outside. Okay. I saw a garbage can drug deal. And we all saw the garbage can drug deal. It was the... I have never seen anything more apparent than this, and I could not believe that we saw it. So during this time, you're sitting in the same spot the whole time. We're in the same spot the whole time. And you're four ladies drinking malt liquor. Yes. Out in the cold. And one beautiful pregnant lady drinking a sparkling water. And and a pregnant chick drinking a sparkling water. (laughs) Yes. Wow, that's quite the the crew of toots. (laughs) So then (laughs) you're you're sitting there, and the pizza guys show up. And they, they're eating pizza and they just stare at you for about 10 minutes and then they take off. Mm-hmm. And then you guys stay in that same spot? Yeah. Do you so move? Just, <laughs> Keelan said, careful, Sarah, snitches get stitches. Okay, so what no, happened no. right then? All right, so then we're there. So the guys were like, oh, that's weird. Pizza that's, dudes left. Pizza guys left. Okay. Like, they left. They ate enough of their pizza. They stared long enough. They're like, all right, cool, we're out. We got our pizza. I mean, in all fairness, what are they supposed to look at? It's a dark park. They could a- look at the beautiful waterfront or something. It's very pretty. I mean, I would probably stare at you, too. So anyway... So that happened, and a couple minutes later, we're like, okay, that was weird. And, you know, every car that comes in, like, you want to make sure it's not a cop. Um, because somebody legally distinct for me, by the way, uh, this is all satirical. This is for satirical purposes. This, this did not happen. I was not breaking the law. Sure. This is just a story. Right. This is, yeah, this is a story. Um, and so every time a cop, you know, a car would come, we'd be like, oh, it's not a cop. So this truck, this white truck comes in. It's like a big bro truck. And it comes in, and it par- and it pulls into the parking lot. But instead of the pizza guys were like facing the water, so their headlights weren't pointing at us. Uh-huh. This truck pulls into the parking lot and faces us, and its headlights are like glaring on us as we're standing at this bench. Okay, so it's facing us, and it's idling there, and it's sitting there, and he's kind of revving his engine with his lights going, and we're like just right on you, just right on us, probably a, a, like thirty feet away. Okay, that's just the, that's pretty annoying. Yeah, with the bright lights just shining on us. And they did that for probably like five minutes. And then Wait, all of a sudden- five minutes? They just had their lights on yeah, you? Yeah, and we didn't- we Did you like, get up and move or say anything? No. Like, hey, fucker, turn off your lights or- No, I'm not going to say, hey, fucker, turn off your lights <laughs> to some stranger in Bremerton. No, so we're there like, okay, that's kind of annoying. So just turned our back on it, whatever. All of a sudden, he pulls out of his parking spot, squeals around. So this is a park. So there are two garbage cans- uh, on the side of basically the parking lot. Okay. There are two. They're like those metal ones that are attached, you know, like park garbage cans. Like they're kind of attached to the yeah. ground. Uh-huh. And yeah. And they, Cement. Yeah. And they have like, yeah, the metal tops. Sure. So they so this guy all of a sudden, after having the lights on us for like five minutes, goes and like screeches out of his parking lot. The passenger rolls down his window, throws something into the garbage can. And then they peel off and they just leave. They just leave. Like you could, like they looked around. Like he looked and then dropped it and then they screeched off. And we're like, ha, ha, ha. but they knew you were there. They knew we were there. And then we we're just like, oh okay. And I think my friend Tia was the one. She's like, huh? Wouldn't that be funny if that was some sort of like drug deal or something? And we're like, no, they were just probably throwing away garbage. I shit you not. Out of the bar that we're getting ready to go to, somebody runs out of the back patio there and runs. Wait, so you can see the bar you're going to be going to from where you're at. Yes. And but you're intentionally but right drinking now, malt so liquor from, in the cold 
by the water. Yes. Okay. It's very right. logical. It's very logical. Okay. So, uh, so somebody starts running out from the patio. Like these two, these two dudes start running out um, as soon as the truck screeched away. And they can't really see us because we're in the dark from where they're coming from because they're in the lit parking lot and we're kind of in the dark near the water. Okay. And so we see them run out of the uh, out of the patio, and I, both of them, one goes for one garbage can and one goes for the other. And they're both rifling through. Like, they both run to the garbage cans. They both rifle through. The one, uh, the guy who picked the garbage can that the guy threw the thing into was rifling through, pulled out a bag, told his friend, all right, got it, let's go. And then just ran Wait, back into the bar. he said that? Uh-huh. He, well, he said, like, let's go. And he pulled out the same size bag of whatever the guy in the white truck dropped off, and then they both ran back into the bar. What? They ran back into mother- the bar? They went with into the-, the bar with whatever drugs they're... With their with their bag, their garbage bag of drugs. It wow. was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I am. They went back into the bar because uh, we were joking at first. We're like, oh well, maybe that's somebody you know, like someone's being held hostage, and that's like the money. Like maybe we should go, you know, maybe that's some like, you know, hostage money. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it was a drug deal. It was a garbage can drug deal, and these guys were super methy looking too. That ran out and they were just like, yeah, and like ran back into the bar. Wow. Garbage can drug deal. So what did you do? We just watched it all. And we're just like, did that... Sh-? It, it was shocking. I'm like, did that just really happen? And Jessica's like, you weren't lying about Bremerton at all. I'm like, nope, there's a garbage can drug deal. And and, yeah. and you went to that bar? Yeah, and then we went to the bar, but the... Did the, you see the guys no, who were... we looked for them because I was, I, I was like, I was trying to look at like the features. Did, so the they just ran in there with a garbage bag? Like, no big deal? I think they... They probably had a backpack or something. It wasn't like a giant garbage bag. It was like a little bag. Yeah. But it was like a bag of something. <laughs> like it wasn't huge. It wasn't like, you know, a sack. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And this David's is David's where... saying this is the bar you decided to go to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is a fair question to ask. Beggars can't be choosers. There's no lot of selection in Bremerton. And the place is just kind of hilarious. It's just hilarious and full of meth, apparently. And full of meth, yes. And drug deals. Yes. So after you, after you finished your um, malt liquor by the water, mm-hmm. that, is that when you went in? Yep. Yep, we went in, had a, had a grand old time, went on, mm-hmm. uh, had a Bremerton adventure. Wow. It was real good. Yeah, but a garbage can drug deal, man. That is, that is pretty classy. It's pretty classy. That's pretty classy. Well, that's, uh, that, that, is, that, is, uh, that is pretty amazing. Um, oh, but you had an actual classy weekend. I did. I oh, did actually have a pretty classy yeah. weekend blah, blah, that blah, I did. Blah. So I've been I've been wanting to talk about this. I bet you have. If if you listen to the show last Wednesday, you heard me talking about how I was I was getting a little bit nervous about something that I did yesterday, and it is this: I was part of a fancy photo shoot, if you will. Well, I was watching garbage can drug deals in Bremerton. Meanwhile, (laughs) Greg was doing a fancy photo shoot. No, it is. Okay, so I I was so nervous about this thing, and I talked about it on on Wednesday. So uh, D. Leonidas Photography, one of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, small business. They're right there on our website. Click on their site and go through and order some, order a, you know, set up a photo shoot. They are fantastic. They are really, really um, really great to And work if you with. want the proof, you should see what they were able to do with with Greg's face. We've got Greg some pictures. Like, I can't believe how good you looked in those pictures. It doesn't even look like you. It's it's crazy. It's crazy you how look like ga- a, how good of work they did. I know. Like yeah. you look like you're meant to like you're modeling. 
Yeah, well, I was. I know. It's I was. creepy. Like, I know. It was weird. Like you pulled it off. <laughs> it's strange. It's weird to think of it. But yes, I did. And so so what they were doing, uh, and I think I sent you a link to some of the pictures. You might, might be able to show one of them into the chat or something like that. We'll, we'll post some onto the website. I mean, they, they are so fantastic to work with. Um, David and Mandy are just are just they're great they're great and so I showed up at this thing though and I was still pretty nervous and I didn't know whether to show up at the photo shoot so we were, I was supposed to be there at a certain time to do hair and makeup and and I showed up at the studio I'm sorry you aren't saying that right I had to show up at a certain time to do hair and, so hair and makeup yes that's how I have to talk about it <laughs> I can't be bad <laughs> to do it myself well no I well I wouldn't trust me to do, put makeup on. No, I wouldn't either. Good God. No, I've I'm terrible you. at that. I, I hate doing it. I've helped you for like photo shoots or auditions. I don't mind having it put on. I understand how television and photography works. I just don't want to be the one that does it because I'm terrible at it. I'm, I'm, it, it would look hideous. I would mess it all up if I had to put it on myself. Thankfully, um, there, was a, there was a very awesome makeup artist named Sarah who... Her name was Sarah also, who, who did my makeup down there. But I showed up at the place, and here's the thing. So I walked in, and I have my Jon Snow costume, like, just kind of holding it. And, and, uh, and you know, I didn't p- quite put it on yet because I didn't want to drive around with it on. But I have my costume there. So Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. It was a Game of Thrones-themed photo shoot. And I was Jon Snow because that's what I went as for Halloween. And I showed up at the place, but here's the thing. I went in the wrong door. Of the, I went into the wrong studio, so they they have a big studio, and part of it is actually rented out to an that that they rent out, you know, to like other shoots because they don't need all the space all the time. And I walked in there, and I heard a bunch of noise and everything behind this curtain. I was like, oh well, that must be them. And I pulled it back, and I think I terrified everybody in there because I was dressed all in black. What were you and doing? It was this. It was like a kid's Christmas photo shoot. All these kids dressed up like elves, all lined up on these benches. And I pull it back, and I just oh, pull like this curtain, and I stare at the kids. And I'm like, uh. And I look over at the lady who was who was who was doing the uh, photography, and, she, and she's just like, um, can I help you? Oh my I'm like, uh, god! I'm, I'm sorry. And then I started panicking because I'm like, oh god, I, I've. What have I done? What have I done? I've done something terrible. I'm at the wrong place. I don't know what's going on. I've just disrupted a children's photo shoot. I'm scaring everyone. And so I'm like, um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was trying to find, I must, I must be in the wrong place. And I started like stuttering and I couldn't get it out. And then she's like, are you looking for, for D. Leonidas? I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, they're just in the next room. That's, that's where you're, they're in the next door. Go in there. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but all the, I mean, I disrupted the entire thing. They were all like screaming, doing some like fun little photo shoot thing. I don't know what it was. And you ruined it. I ruined the whole thing. I stopped it in its tracks. Of course you did. Yeah. And so, so that happened. That was how I started off. And then I made it into the right room. Totally my fault. I went in the wrong door to start off with. And, and I got in there and they were there and they were doing their shoot. And it was, um, once I got in, I started getting a little less nervous because I saw some of the other, uh, the the other people who were who were post the models, the models who were in the shoot, <laughs> the, the the other people, the models, the models, the models who were in the shoot, and they were awesome. Like their costumes are amazing. So it was me. I was Jon Snow. We had a um, Melisandre, the the red priestess. Uh, that was uh, I believe that was Emily, and then we had a we had a Khaleesi. And her name's oh, Danny. Oh, you had a Khaleesi. There was a Khaleesi there. And then there was uh, Sansa Stark, 
who was Joanne. And so we had, uh, we had all three of them and then me. And the thing is, I think there were supposed to be some other guys that were part of the main photo shoot, but they didn't show up or they, or something happened or the scheduling didn't work out. I don't know what it is, but I was like, Oh, I'm the only dude here. Huh? It's just me and me and three chicks. So, it, <laughs> which sounds wow, really Greg, creepy when I'm saying it like that. Creepier. I'm not Jesus. trying to be creepy. I'm just saying it was like, Oh, okay, well this is, this is going to, okay. All right. This is cool. And the thing is everybody was really cool. So they had a whole team there that was doing uh, makeup and hair and stuff and, and getting you all ready to, ready to shoot. I'm sure there's technical names that I'm, I'm messing up on all of that stuff, but they had us all, uh, you know, done up, and then we did the shoot. And one of the first things that we did was we recreated the Jon Snow. D- uh, spoiler alert! Oh, oops. <laughs> I don't know how to. I mean, that picture is kind of everywhere. If you don't know, it's happened already. I'm kind of don't. Well, all right. We recreated the scene where Jon. Snow- I'll I'll selectively bleep that. <laughs> Greg! Well, we don't know if it's actually happened. We don't know if it actually happened. I mean, it's possible it's different. Did I just ruin something? I mean, that can't, that happened so long ago. What? Did I just spoil something for people listening live? There's the scene where he's just... And so I... So... so <laughs> So we, we recreated oh, that scene. Oh my god. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> there are people in the chat saying I've shielded myself from everything. Well, we don't know. Actually, that's not true. That's not entirely true actually, what I said. Everybody nobody knows. In like, all fairness it is not known. In all fairness, that is not known. What I said isn't necessarily Oh my god, dude! If we lose listeners because of this, I'm going to be so mad at you. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, um, <clears throat> I don't know how I recover from that part. We we did. Should I just cut this whole thing out of the show, out of the podcast? I don't. No, just bleep it. Okay, I'll just bleep a lot of stuff in there. So anyway, uh, we we filmed that. Or, or, or filmed. Uh, we, we, so flustered. Now. I'm so flustered. Uh, yes, yes. It was a scene where he's making snow angels, That's as Mr. Good. Jenky said in the live chat. He was making snow angels. So there was that, and then uh, you know we took a bunch of uh, took some photos of that, and then we did some uh, some group photos with the four of us, and it was really cool. And I got to say, everybody there was so nice. It was so much fun. And then from there, we ended up going up to. Rocky Butte, which I want to thank Aaron Duran because uh, I forgot to send him a text. Borrowed his sword for this shoot. Oh, that was really his nice sword of that was him. In the, that was really nice know. of Aaron who didn't know that I borrowed his sword to loan me his sword. Uh, <laughs> thank you in hindsight, Aaron. I'm sorry. I forgot to text. And, and so, but I did use his sword. So we went up to Rocky Butte. And as I'm walking up there, I was walking up to the top. If you've never been there, it's this park in way northeast of Portland. So it's on top of kind of a mountain. It's the one like on the way out to the airport, right? Like the uh, It's of towards it is. the airport. Yeah. 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 You can see the airport from there. The view is phenomenal. If you've never been to Rocky Butte here in Portland. So the top of it is kind of set up. It's like a castle. Like it's, it has rock walls and, um, you know, all of this weird stuff that it just it looks like the top of a castle. It does look like a castle. It's that, pretty that's cool. really what it is. I always mm-hmm. just called it the Castle Park. And I don't know what the actual name of it is. I mean, I guess Rocky Butte Park is what the actual name is. And we were doing the shoot up there, which makes perfect sense for a Game of Thrones style shoot. As I'm walking up there, 
to the top of it. You have to do just a little bit of a, a jaunt to get to the top. I'm walking around. I'm in my cape and my costume, and everybody else had already gone up. And I'm walking around with a sword. I'm like, hmm, this isn't going to look strange at all. Man with a sword in a park walking around by himself. That's going to be... This could be a problem if somebody were to call the police. It's just like Greg's day of being awkward. (laughs) Pretty much. That's pretty much it. And uh, but I got up there. um, We were all set up, and uh, David started taking the photos. And I just want to say again, they came out so amazing. They are so good at photography. Like it was just shocking. Oh, I'm I'm looking. What an amazing job they did. I mean, from the makeup and hair to the to to the setting up the shots to the the photography itself and the lighting. Everything looked really, really great. I'm kind of jealous. I've seen I some wish of the I like, kind of looked like a Game of Thrones character, so I could have done it. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't. Who do you really think you would like, want to? I could be Cersei. Cersei? Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Power hungry Cersei. Yeah, yeah. No, she's too cruel, though. I don't think I could do that. Don't want to be cruel. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that sounds like a very exciting day. It was really, really fun. I am jealous. It was really fun. And again, D. Leonidas Photography. So we'll post some of these pictures and we'll make sure that we have all the credits right for everybody who worked on the on, on the whole shoot. I am highly encouraging you, whatever it is you need pictures for, seriously, use them. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. There's a link right there to their website and to a special Fun Employment Radio portrait special they have going. They're very good at what they do. They're very fun to work with. Like the whole time, they were just like ecstatic because they were having so much fun. It's really fun. Like uh, David and Mandy are just cool people. There's no pressure. And we've gone to different, you know, we've had our pictures taken before for different things like photo shoots and stuff like that. And there's no pressure. Like they'll work with you for whatever you want. You'll have a good time doing it, and you'll come out with some great pictures. I mean, that's just the bottom line, no matter what it is. Whether it's, you know, cosplaying in the park, or whether it's you want some actual portraits done for yourself, or pictures of something. We need to come up with our theme for a holiday card. We need to do that soon. We do need to get that done. Mm -hmm. We should talk about that. Okay. But yes, D. Leonidas Photography, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on that link. And thank you so much to all of them, and thank you to the other people. Oh, I want to say this. One other thing that was really cool. What? The models were all really short, so I was, like, towering. I was so tall. Should I probably not put that in there? Did you wear lifts? I didn't wear lifts. I didn't have to wear lifts. They're just Did you, you know, wear your short black little shoes adorable that have people. The slight heel. Well, I mean it's not really a heel. Those are just it has a sole on the bottom of them. It's a heel. Thing is, for people listening to this via podcast, there's going to be a lot of bleeps going through there. That's why it's worth the six ninety nine a month, thirty two cents a day. The first week is free to subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio podcast. Yep, and network, and then you get to hear me spoil things sometimes. Uh, Steve in the chat says, "Greg, why are you so ashamed of being short? You're taller than me." Oh, I am not ashamed, sir. I stand up for short rights, far and wide. I'm just saying, it was kind of cool for the photo shoot that I was. That you were towering? Yeah. Yeah, you are pretty small. I mean, it was kind of neat for the photo show. It's not, it's not something I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And uh, there definitely was a difference between me and the professional models that were there. They, no. They're they, they quite attractive and very nice people. Also, I really think that you should say you're sorry to Amy. Sorry, Amy, if I spoiled something for you. Tell her that you love her and you appreciate her support. I love you and I appreciate your support. 
Amy, we didn't mean to ruin anything for you. That's just the pictures Amy, everywhere, and I thought you would have seen it. You. I know, and I'm really, 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 really sorry. sorry. And and I'm that really, really sorry, and I hope that you forgive me, and I love you. Love, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <sighs> All right. First up. So do you remember last year when we were talking about uh, Cards Against Humanity, how they were selling literally boxes of uh, bull feces? dung? Yeah, of like yes. bull poop. Mm-hmm. Well, this year they decided to up the ante. Going straight into the feces. All right. No. Well, this year they decided to up the ante by selling literally nothing. Literally nothing. Cards Against Humanity put up for sale absolutely nothing, and they made $71,145 from people who bought nothing. Let me explain. Fuck, man. So Why the don't game, we do something like that? The game company Cards Against Humanity announced this year its Black Friday sale was five a $5 bundle of literally nothing. $5 bundle of nothing. So you just gave them $5 and you got nothing in return? Yep. The company said in the promotion, which invited people to buy absolutely nothing from them, resulted in 11,248 individual people giving a minimum of $5 and 100, uh, let's see, 1,119 people giving larger amounts with the largest payment being of $100. Oh my God! Cards Against Humanity, of course, which is in a glorious game, which is called A Party Game for Horrible People. Uh, sold 30,000 boxes of bull poop last year for Black Friday. You can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. We have a donate button where if you donate $5, you will get not nothing. You'll get our eternal gratitude. The company and said praise. That in a blog post that the money made from this year's Black Friday was split between the firm's 17 employees who each received a little over $4,000. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. You know how badly we could use that money? <laughs> nothing. Anyway, never mind. The blog continued on. I mean, a good on them. I mean, exactly. Like, it's, I, yeah, I don't. I'm jealous. I'm, I'm extremely jealous. I'm extremely jealous. So what they did instead, these people, uh, we were, like work hard to like offer shit, like as much as we possibly can, for as little as we possibly can charge, and still bear and still get by. You know, running things. Yeah. They're selling nothing for five dollars, and they made seventy-one thousand dollars. Each of them pocketed. I'm, I'm going to learn from that. Four thousand one hundred eighty-five dollars. Uh, the blog post that they wrote about it after selling uh, nothing to over eleven thousand people uh, was a list of things that employees purchased using their money from people buying nothing, <laughs> including uh, but not limited to PlayStation fours and uh, gaming consoles, vehicles for themselves and family members. Uh, one of them bought an eight hundred dollar Lord of the Rings Legolas longbow. Uh, somebody else. Okay, bought- I don't want to hear this <laughs> list anymore. Good on him, but Jesus. And a portion of the employees also uh, chose to give their money to charities, including Planned Parenthood and DonorsChoose.org. I'm sorry, Greg. I just have to. I have to tell the stories. That's a story. Maybe it can serve as an inspiration. Maybe that's where we've been going wrong. We've been trying to provide content for money. Maybe if we provide nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that's how we make it work. I think that that's so what we've we been missing. So we keep putting out more and more content. Instead, we need to put out less content. Yes. And then people will donate $5 <laughs> to us. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next up. I have a couple missing food stories, Greg. There are some real head scratchers going on over this past weekend. Uh, the first one is out of Loganton, Pennsylvania, where there's a trucker who faked his ID and reportedly disappeared with over 40,000 pounds of meat 
not to be seen or heard from since. That's now, a lot meat, of meat. If you want to know how much 40,000 pounds of meat is, it's enough beef to make 160,000 burgers. Okay, well, that that is a lot of meat. Well, authorities are on the search for... Um, What's it worth? For, let's see, uh, let me see. After someone stole 40,000 pounds of it of beef from a meat plant in central Pennsylvania. Uh, so this happened uh, November 21st at Nicholas Meat near Loganton, Pennsylvania, according to troopers. A trucker loaded, oh, $110,000 worth of meat into a trailer during a scheduled pickup and, dro- and drove off. Uh, he was supposed to deliver it by Monday to a company in Milwaukee, but never showed up. Dun, dun, dun. So do they think he's in on it, or was he... They uh, think that he's the meat man. They think that he's in on it. So who's buying the meat? Oh my gosh, I don't know where you find this black market meat. Well, spokesperson for uh, Nicholas Meat said a customer notified him about the missing product, which would have been enough to make 160,000 burgers, so all this meat was supposed to go to one particular meat company. Police, when they dis- when they did some investigating, discovered the driver had used a fake ID to get the meat delivery contract. Whoa! And the company information on the truck was also fraudulent. The investigation Whoa. continues. What if I try to lure them out? If I do a little bit of a private investigative work, like I've, I can post something on Craigslist, you know, I'm looking. We might know a little bit more about that after tomorrow. Yes, we might. Uh-huh. Uh, looking for black market meat, wink, wink, good price. Email me and then see if somebody is like, hey, I got some burgers for you. Say that you want specifically 40,000 pounds of. Maybe not that much. Yeah. Looking to pick up some black market meat. Okay, stop saying looking Any to leads? pick up black market meat. That doesn't sound the way you think Any it does. Any tips? Hashtag not a cop. Because that way they know I'm legit and I don't have to worry about it. The investigation continues and the meat man has not been caught. Also, in other news. You can do pretty much do everything, anything if you just say hashtag not a cop. In other news, the Portland pooper still on the loose. <sighs> that guy. So this isn't just a food problem that's happening in the United States of America. It's also happening in Canada. Greg, the second story, it's not from meat. It's about cheese. This is out of Vaughn, Somebody Ontario. Somebody sold cheese? Now it's starting to... I'm starting to... Okay, get, keep going. But I'm drawing some conclusions here. I'll get back to you at the end of the story. If there's some stolen crackers, uh, there's seriously no. a problem. Okay. Don't jump to conclusions. Well, police in Vaughn, Canada have successfully arrested three men who stole a tractor trailer full of cheese. Uh, so let's see. Harpreet Singh... Sarav Kumar and Colvir Baines, ages respectively 36, 19, and 31, were arrested when police responded to a call reporting of a, an attempted theft of a tractor trailer uh, that was parked along Highway 7 in Ontario, if you know where that is. Officers attempted to stop the truck, but ended their pursuit in favor of public safety after the driver refused to pull over. However, shortly after, police responded to a call that a tractor trailer had flipped over, and they began tracking the suspects. Now they were able to apprehend one of the fl- suspects uh, fleeing the cheese truck, and other two. Uh, the other two were found attempting to hail a cab. Uh, so they are unsure of what the motivation of the theft was, but the tra- uh, trailer contained an upward of thirty thousand pounds of cheese. That is a lot of cheese. It doesn't specify what kind of cheese. Hmm. It doesn't specify the cost of the cheese. However, if forty thousand pounds of meat is one hundred and ten thousand dollars, I'm assuming that cheese is going to be a little pricey as well. Forty thousand pounds of meat. 30,000 pounds of cheese. So you have embarrassing arrest Here's records. The thing. Like, I stole, I stole cheese truck. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess there's worse things, but, you know, it's pretty bad. All right, so. 
You got the meat, you got the cheese. What can you do? Here's the missing links that we're looking for. Were there buns stolen somewhere? I haven't been able to find stolen buns. Were there tortillas stolen somewhere? I do not know. Any other food products stolen? Because somebody out there is putting together a massive amount of meat and cheese, and they're using it for something. If suddenly we see black market burritos all over the place, just showing up, like, hey, man, uh, we ran out of, uh, you know, my boss ordered too many burritos. I got to unload these things. Um, you want to want to get one? You know, and they come over and unload it out of the back of their truck. This market could be flooded with black market burritos or burgers. I'm not sure which yet. Still filling in the pieces. Something's going to happen. Something Black big's Market board. Burritos? Yep. That sounds like the name of like your new band or something. Black Market Burritos! We are the Black Market Burritos! <laughs> oh, that should totally be your metal band. Black Market Burritos? Black Market Burritos. Mm. Would you eat a Black Market Burrito? Mm. Probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, where is it You'd, prepared? Some guy pulls up out, out of his truck. You Wait, know, like they used to do... a truck burrito? You know, like back in the day when you used to have those people who would pull up you know, with like stereos and stuff. Did that ever happen to you? No. Did it happen to you in the country? No, it happened here in, in Portland. That used to happen to me a couple of, it happened a couple of times. Didn't, I know that somebody tried to sell you like meat. Did someone try to sell you stereos? Yeah, stereos. Yeah. No, you'd be just hanging out and some guy would be like, hey man, Mo, my boss ordered too many stereos and, uh, or whatever it was he was selling at the time. It might've been speakers. I can't remember exactly. So, like, so, you know, we're just trying to like get rid of the merchandise and so hey, I can cut you a deal right now on them. Hmm. It's like clearly stolen stuff. Yeah, and then I had the frozen meat guy who used to come to my door. And then he'd get mad because I didn't want to buy his frozen meat out of the back of his truck. But if a burrito guy showed up. Well, the closest. And it was a wrap burrito. And he's like, hey, man, this is primo meat and cheese in this burrito. No. What about a burger? I bought, I purchased like black market wares like, um, again, someone legally distinct for me. But uh, on Canal Street in New York. That seems way more sketchy. Oh yeah! Why, I went to wait, what did you you bought black market food in? No, not New food. York. No, no, no purses. About, oh, you bought knockoff purses? Yeah, but I actually <laughs> went to the back room one time and like this. I, I was just like, there was this uh, knockoff. I can't remember. It was like when I was really into bags, and they had this person. They're just like, oh, you like that? You should see the one in the back. And so I went back, and they wait. You went this. to the back? You don't go to the back. I did go to the back. Why did? Why would you do that? Because I wanted the. Purse. Oh, you like this purse? Come into my closed-up shop because I'm clearly doing legal business here, <laughs> and come to the back, and I'll show you. Ooh, Alex does bring up a good point. She said there's a tamale lady in our neighborhood. I do buy street tamales sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll buy I mean, that. so those are basically black market burritos. I suppose so. Yeah, because there's the the tamale guy. I'll get them. It's like you know, eight for five dollars or whatever, and they're delicious. Yeah, Miguel does that. Yeah, Miguel does as well. Yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't associate maybe Miguel's name. I'm getting all kinds of people in trouble. What are you doing? I don't know. Don't ruin anything else. The tamales are delicious. <sighs> all right. Anyway, there's that. Let's stop talking about black market burritos. And finally, I'll get a story to the out of, of Australia. That was my Australian Do, do the whole accent. thing in your, your Australian. Sydney police responded to what they thought was a domestic violence issue, only to find a flustered man trying to kill a rather large spider. <laughs> oh, I did see this one. Did you see this? Yes. Oh, well then should I not read it? No, read it. I'm sorry, it. are you disinterested in my story? I thought I'm this more was a interested great one. in the Australian accent. Please Numerous continue. calls were placed to Harborside local area command on Saturday from neighbors who reported hearing a woman screaming hysterically and a man yelling, I'm going to kill you, you're dead. The sounds of furniture being thrown about the unit were also reported. 
Officers attended the reported address and were greeted by a man out of breath and rather flushed. Police asked the man where his wife or girlfriend was, with the man saying he did not have either and that he lived alone. The Harborside LAC posted a rough transcript of the conversation on their Facebook page. Am I doing good? You just you just keep doing you. Um, so let's see, so the police came up to him and said, Come on, mate, people clearly heard you yelling that you were going to kill her and furniture getting thrown around the unit. Come on, mate, what have you done to her, police said. According to the post, the man became very sheepish. I can't do that anymore. And responded, it was a spider, a really big one. And the police were like, I'm sorry, what did you say? And and the police asked, what about the woman who everyone heard screaming inside? The man responded, yeah, that was me. Sorry, I really, really hate spiders. So they ended up, the police ended up looking around the unit to make sure that there wasn't, in fact, a woman screaming in there for domestic violence. It was, in fact, the man screaming about a large spider he was trying to kill, throwing his furniture all around his apartment. It's not specified what kind of species of spider it was. I would do that if it was a, if it was like a mouse or a rat, like in the basement or something. You kill a mouse? <laughs> yeah. Mm. What does that make me? I a bad saw person? the weirdest thing uh, yesterday. Squirrels aren't carnivores, right? <laughs> no. Is this a trick question? No. I saw a squirrel carrying a mouse yesterday. Are you sure you didn't see a squirrel carrying like a baby? No, it was a squirrel carrying a mouse, because then I saw it drop it. Why would a squirrel be carrying a mouse? It was a white mouse. You're sure it was a mouse? Yes. A white mouse? Yes. That's like a domestic mouse. No, I've seen them out in the neighborhood before. Like, they're, they a run a white and, mice? Yeah. I don't... They would just get eaten. No, I saw a squirrel carrying a mouse. You saw a squirrel carrying a white mouse. Yeah, because I thought it was like cotton balls or something, and then I looked and it had a tail. It was a mouse. Was it moving? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. This was a white mouse, and you saw a squirrel carrying a mouse. Carrying it in its mouth, yeah. And then I saw it drop it. I'm not... Why would a squirrel be carrying a mouse? Well, for one, I... Really, I'm not sure about this. Uh, your your theory that there are white mice running around in the wild. I have seen, no uh, the bar cat at Landmark Max. I've seen wild him. mice are like gray or brown. no. I've seen I've seen Max the bar cat with a white mouse before. So somebody's yeah, it's being noted like either lab mice or pet mice are out there. I guess okay, fine. Uh, we'll pretend that part's true. I are you sure this was a squirrel? Are you sure it wasn't just like another cat? That's so funny. All right, I'm looking in the chat right now, and uh, not that Aaron posted. He said, this is a conversation that happened on the internet in 2013. Okay. And someone posted about squirrels eating rats. Do squirrels eat? Someone posted, is it normal for a squirrel to eat a rat? I saw this last night, and it's been troubling me ever since. I saw a squirrel running along as I parked my car. I noticed that it had something in its mouth, and it was a small rat. He then stopped directly in front of my car and proceeded to dig into the rat. Oh, we saw him eating it. Like, I don't know if I saw the squirrel eating the rat, but there was definitely a mouse in the squirrel's mouth. All right. Here, well, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I've looked at squirrels wrong. I guess they are rodents. I mean, obviously, I know that part. But, um, okay, they have been known to eat, uh, huh. Uh, when faced strange. with hunger, they have eaten insects, eggs, small birds, young snakes, and smaller rodents. I suppose, technically, it is possible. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird. And I, it was white because I, at first when I saw the squirrel, I'm like, is that eating, like, because I was afraid it was going to choke or something. I'm like, are those cotton balls? Did it get a hold of, like, somebody's, like, cosmetic cotton balls? I'm just... 
All right. Yeah, David says they're just fluffy-tailed rats. They'll eat anything. I mean... Maybe. We'll put it in the maybe file. Okay, Greg. I'm so glad. Did you know that, that uh, hippos eat meat? No. Yep, they do. That's really exciting. They will. All right. That's your world of crazy. I saw one eat a wildebeest. All right. Uh, well, I, we have to do some ball talk. I know this show's running a little bit long, but there's stuff that I cannot wait. Cannot wait another day. Mm, I think that we can wait. It's fine. It there's really nothing to can't. have to rush about. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. I have some updates on a bunch of stuff that happened over the weekend that I feel is very important for people to know about. First, I've got this. Congratulations to the Portland Timbers. Woo-hoo. Portland Timbers are the Western Conference champions in Major League Soccer because yesterday they tied with the Dallas FC. And come up with a nickname, Dallas. Uh, with Dallas, which gave them a 5-3 to three aggregate win because they already beat Dallas 3-1. to one. Previously, mm-hmm. So, Portland Timbers, Western Conference champions. They're going to be playing in the MLS Cup, which is the final. It's just one game. It's this coming Sunday, and it takes place in Columbus because the Columbus crew were the Eastern Conference champions. Oh, so, it's okay. Portland, Columbus had a better record overall during the regular season, so they get to host it. That's it. Portland going to Columbus. Final match. Is it just the one game? One game. One game to decide them all. Oh, wait. No, that doesn't. It's one game. So Portland Timbers at Columbus Crew this Sunday in the MLS Cup Finals. Congratulations to the Portland Timbers. I am kind of interested in this because, you know, I know MLS isn't, you know, NBA or NFL or, or Major League Baseball or NHL even, but it's still pretty big, and especially here. If they win, like, this this will be the first time I've seen, like, a championship in Portland. Oh, yeah. So I think it'll be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, I have some friends who have been on the road. Like, they went to the game yesterday. Those same friends are, are going to uh, Ohio for this, too. I think probably the same ones that we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they already posted their tickets this morning. Yeah, I mean, there are some, you know, there are bandwagoners for every sport, but then there are also the people who are just diehard. Like, they are the most oh, diehard people. Yeah. No, they are the most diehard fans I've ever I've never met anyone who loves anything as much as they love the Timbers. That's why it's that's why it's so cool. I mean, it's, it's going to be watch a, their it's gonna be a, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big thing. Either way, it's really awesome. Good for the Portland Timbers getting into the MLS Cup Final. And, uh, yeah, it's the first time they've ever done that. So it's cool. I'm excited to watch the game. Watch the match, if you will. See what happens. It's going to be cool around here. All right, so there we go. There is that. Congratulations, Portland Timbers. Moving on in ball talk. Um, I believe on Wednesday a bet was made and someone needs to pay up I on that bet. So the no bet... no idea what you're talking about. ...was that Sarah's what? former school, the Washington State Cougars, who were actually ranked... I think they were ranked like number 20 in the nation, which is crazy town. Uh, taking on the Washington Huskies... Who are you? What? Crazy town? In the Apple Cup, which is what their rivalry is called. The Apple Cup. That's the game that they play every year. Washington State at Washington this year in Seattle. And I believe somebody over here 
on this side of the table. I don't know. I didn't watch it. It probably didn't even predicted that they didn't have Apple Cup this year. That despite having a much worse record, the Washington Huskies would beat the Washington State Cougars. And let me just check the. Oh yes, they beat them by a lot. So the bet was that if Washington State had won, I would have had to wear a Washington State sweater, do a periscope of it, wear that all day, take pictures. But if Washington won, Sarah would have to do the same thing with Oregon State gear. So I I, will be bringing in Oregon State gear for you to wear. It will be the brightest of orange that I can find. No, I thought that we bet on like if OSU or U of O won. No, no, no. Because Oregon State lost as well, didn't they? No. Yes. No. Yes, they lost. No. That's for some reason that's really no, no, no. So there we go. That will happen. Um, yeah, and in Civil War, uh, Oregon State actually played pretty well against Oregon. That not well surprising. enough. No, not well enough. I know it, it's funny to me, all the Oregon fans like talking shit. Yeah, Beavers suck. It's like, yeah, they're... <laughs> yeah, they, they do suck this year. I mean, they're all freshmen. Well, Greg, you're just keeping it real. Well, no, I mean, it's just it's silly. It's just silly. I mean, they're all freshmen. They're all injured all year long. They have a brand new coach and a brand new system. The team's not going to do very well this year. But the thing is, they did well enough against Oregon. They probably knocked Oregon down a couple of pegs in bowl selection because they should have stomped Oregon State and said Oregon State came close to, to beating them. So, if anything, that's that's the only accomplishment of the season. Knocked Oregon down a couple of bowl levels. Um, I personally think it's always best when Oregon and Oregon State are, are doing well. I think it's good for the state. It's good for the Pac-12. And so I root for Oregon when they're not playing Oregon State. There is a problem in the NCAA this year. So they have all these bowl games, but in order to fill the bowl games, you have to have teams that are, are 500 or above. So they have to finish the season 6-6. Six and six. So many teams have sucked, or there's, you could say, parity in college football this year, that there aren't enough teams to fill the bowls. Oh, really? No, there's too many bad teams. So there's going to be teams that are 5-7 and seven that are getting into bowl, bowl games, which is lame. But they have to fill these bowls. So mm. that's what's going to happen. Uh, there we go. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, there is a new heavyweight world champion for the first time in, I think, 11 years it is. So Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir Klitschko. I believe he's the guy who's married to uh, Hayden Penetieri. Oh, okay. Well, I think that I don't think they're married anymore. Oh, are they not? I, I believe that they are not. They're, oh, oh, is there scandal in that? I didn't I'm, know that. I am not sure. I could be wrong, but I, I was pretty sure that they are. No, no, they're still married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe not now because he just lost. Vladimir Klitschko uh, lost the heavyweight championship to a guy named Tyson Fury. Like that sounds like a bad guy from uh, from Mike Tyson's Punch from Out WWE, <laughs> or like oh, from yeah. some kind of some boxing game, Tyson Fury, or a Marvel Marvel character or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Tyson anyway. Fury. Tyson Fury. He's British and he is now the heavyweight world champion. Undisputed. He serenaded his pregnant wife in Paris after winning with an Aerosmith song. Apparently. Oh, I wonder if it's that one from uh, Armageddon. I'm looking to see which one I it was. I don't want to close my eyes. Maybe he played like animal crackers with her or something. Oh my god, it is that song. You know you're not plugged in, right? I know that. 
All right, well, anyway. I don't know how much of that came through on there or not. I think it was enough. Enough. Enough to get the point across. All right, so Tyson Fury, the heavyweight world champion. Uh, moving on to ball talk. There is a sex scandal brewing with a former NFL player, but it might not be what you think. So this is a guy who was quite famous. He never, I mean, he did play quarterback in the NFL for a little while. Now he's more of an announcer. He almost got back onto a team this year. Didn't quite make it. Do you know who I'm talking about? Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Sex scandal brewing with Tim Tebow because he wouldn't have sex with his girlfriend. So his his girlfriend was Olivia Colpo, who is a former Miss Universe. And she said she broke up with him because he wouldn't have sex with her. Because hmm. he's vowed he has his vow of celibacy and he actually does stick to that apparently. Okay. So he said he's not gonna have sex until marriage, and I guess he he is not. She is uh, well, she's a Miss Universe, so she's she's quite attractive. I would say if he's not tempted there, he's going to stick to that. Which, I mean, in a way, you don't more power to him. At the same time, I think you're going to regret it someday. But anyway. Probably. That's your own business. The sex scandal is, he won't have sex. So, there's that. Moving on to ball talk. And finally here, we've got uh, two things. One, the 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers of the NBA, have tied the record for the worst start in history by going 0-18. They have not won a game yet oh, wow. in the NBA season. So completely opposite from Golden State. Yep, completely opposite from Golden State, who Golden State has set the record. Every win they have, they set they reset the record for most wins to start a season. I think they're at like 16 or 17 or 18. I don't know what they're at right now. They haven't lost yet versus Philadelphia, who hasn't won. And they play the Lakers tomorrow, the Philadelphia 76ers do, Lakers at 76ers. And if they lose that game, if Philadelphia does, they will have created a new record for the worst start in league history. Oy. But I, I kind of think that's going to happen because I don't think they're going to lose because of the big announcement that happened yesterday. Yesterday, or maybe it just came out this morning. And it is this, the retirement announcement by one Kobe Bryant. Oh, he finally did it? Kobe Bryant, very notably, is does not play like Kobe Bryant of old anymore. He's been playing in the league for 20 years, and... You can tell. He, he just misses shots. It's kind of fun, uh, especially watching him destroy so many teams over the years, especially Blazer teams. It's kind of fun watching him be on the, the tail end of his career. But even he acknowledges it now and said, he made this announcement that he will be, this will be his last year in the NBA. He is retiring oh, after okay. this season. So now that turns this season into basically a farewell tour for Kobe Bryant. So expect a lot of tributes to him. A lot of things coming out about him. I bet they'll do a big thing at the All-Star Game. It's going to be... He's basically going to be Kobe Bryant's farewell tour for this year. The way he did it, though, was with a poem. Oh, boy. Would you like me to read the poem? I do, yes. I would like that. Dear Basketball, from the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots, in the great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep I gave you my all from my mind and body to my spirit and soul. As a six-year-old boy deeply in love with you, I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. 
I ran up and down every court and every loose ball for you. You asked for my hustle, I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and hurt, not because Challenge called me, but because you called me. I did everything for you because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream, and I'll always love you for it, but I can't love you obsessively for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding. My mind can handle the grind. But my body knows it's time to say goodbye. But my body... And that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you to know now so we both can savor every moment we have left, the good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks. Garbage can in the corner, five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, three, two, one. Love you always, Kobe. That was his thing he busted. Wow. Yeah. Kobe Bryant retiring. Yep. Yep. Yes, he is. It's being noted in the chat. I thought I could not like Kobe less. I was wrong. <laughs> Kobe Bryant out of the league after this year. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Well, before we go, we do have a birthday. Do we? We do. Hmm. We do. I don't know. It's, a, it's some guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Okay. Uh, his name is Rich. All Biff? right. Rick. Biff? Rick. Rick. Biff. Biff, I think. I think okay. it's Biff. All right. Yes. All right. No, it is our it is our good pal Rick Rutherford's birthday. I oh. believe it was yeah, it was yesterday. Oh but since it was a Sunday, we did not have a show then. So we would like to take this Monday to salute you, Mr. Rutherford. Yes indeed. And hope that you have a very wait, so since we're uh, Wishing him happy birthday today. It extends to today, correct? No, not if he already did his celebration. Oh, no, it extends e- to today, Rick. Happy birthday. Half a day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Biff. All right. <laughs> that is a show, ladies and gentlemen. That is a show. I want to say once again, thank you to D. Leonidas Photography. So we're going to post some links to to the pictures, uh, maybe we can just post them on Facebook or or on. I'll, I'll let Sarah decide how that's going up. But sure. go to funemploymentradio.com and you can see the link to them right there. They were fantastic, and there's a bunch more that are going to be coming out, so we'll post them up. Uh, big thank you to them again. Again, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the D. Leonidas Photography link right there, and set yourself up for some photos. The the portrait special they have is sixty nine dollars. That's a hell of a deal. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are amazing. We really, really do appreciate it. Don't forget, coming up on December 10th, will be Fun Employment Radio bingo night number two. Oh, my goodness. At the Landmark Saloon. We I'm want to see so all excited. of you there. And we can't wait. To, uh, we can't wait for it. It's going to be so much fun. So that's going to be brought to you by Not Your Father's ginger ale this time Mm -hmm. so we'll be talking about that a lot coming up it is going to be great you are all amazing we will be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio bye friends you're listening to the fun employment radio network